Eros Free. Our Father and our God, blessed be your holy name. We thank you for the morning light. We thank you for the night. You've given us an extension today. You've called us into service. But we dare not start the day without receiving instructions from thee and how to move. O oh Lord, put beads in our mouths and guard us, direct us, that we may know how to live in this troubled world. This is our prayer to Christ our Lord. Amen. Our High Calling, November 19 The Foundation of All True Peace These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. John 16 verse 33 That in me you might have peace. Peace in Christ. Peace through belief of the truth. The Comforter is called the Spirit of Truth because there is comfort and hope and peace in the truth. Falsehood cannot give genuine peace. This can be received only through faith. Jesus prayed that his followers might be one. But we are not to sacrifice the truth in order to secure this union, for we are to be sanctified through the truth. Here is the foundation of all true peace. Human wisdom would change all this, pronouncing this basis too narrow. Men would try to effect unity through concession to popular opinion, through compromise with the world, a sacrifice of vital godliness. But truth is God's basis for the unity of his people. Sanctification unity, peace, all are to be ours through the truth. The belief of the truth does not make men gloomy and uncomfortable. If you have peace in Christ, his precious blood is speaking pardon and hope to your soul. Yes, more, you have joy in the Holy Spirit through accepting the precious promises. Jesus says, In the world ye shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. John 16.33 Therefore the world shall not overcome you if you believe in me. It is a world that I have conquered. Because I have overcome, if you believe in me, you shall overcome. Amen. All that Jesus has promised, he will fulfill. And it is greatly dishonoring to him for us to doubt him. All his words are spirit and life. Accepted and obeyed, they will give peace and happiness and assurance forever. Christ declares that he has given us peace. It belongs to us. And he has spoken these things, that in him we may have that which through infinite sacrifice he had purchased for us what he holds as ours. This peace we need not seek in the world, for the world has it not to bestow. It is in Christ. He will give it in spite of the world, notwithstanding its threats and decrees, its alluring, deceiving. 
promises. Amen. The foundation of all true peace. So what is the foundation? Where does peace come from? Peace comes from belief in the truth. Yesterday we looked at a, we looked at a few passages that talked about the source of peace. We saw in the book of Isaiah 32 verse 17, the Bible says, And the walk of righteousness shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. We also saw in Romans 5 verse 1 where the Bible says, Being justified by faith in God, we have peace through Jesus Christ. And we know, and we know that, the, that righteousness, the truth, and the law of God, which is the truth, is righteousness. All thy commandments, the Bible says, are righteousness. And of course, righteousness is truth. So how do we get this peace? It is by belief in the truth. What is the truth? The truth is the word of God. And that is why we are told the belief of the truth does not make men gloomy and uncomfortable. If you are still gloomy and uncomfortable, perhaps it's because there is something in the truth you are not believing. Where do we get this peace? If you have peace in Christ, his precious blood is speaking pardon and hope to your soul. Yes, more you have joy in the Holy Spirit through accepting the promises. So what are these promises? 1 John 1 verse 9 If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Micah 7 verse 18 Who is a God like unto thee? that pardoned the iniquity and the transgression of his people. He will not withhold his anger forever, for he delighted in mercy. He will cast our sins into the depths of the sea. This is the truth. What else is the truth? Isaiah 1 verse 18 Come now, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red as crimson, they shall be as wool. John 16 33 In this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. All these are messages of truth that if you accept them into your life and believe them, you will not be troubled, but you will have a peace that passes all understanding. When you have that burden of sin on you and you believe 1 John 1 verse 9, you will have peace to know that God has said if you confess, you are forgiven. Oh, what peace comes to my heart. All my sins, if I confess, I'm forgiven at last. I'm peaceful. I'm happy. Praise God that I'm forgiven my sins. Though my sins be as scarlet, he says he is going to wash me and make me white as snow. Amen. He's not saying he's going to destroy me. I have peace in that truth. He says I will have tribulation in this world, but I should be of good cheer. I shouldn't be gloomy. I should be of good cheer. I should have peace in my heart. And that's why he said, the peace I give unto you, not as the world gives. I have peace knowing that he has overcome the world. And that is why in John 16, 33, he says, these things I have spoken unto you. What are the things? All the promises in the word of God has been spoken unto us that in Christ we may have peace. And this time in the true context, John, um, Jesus was speaking to his disciples just before he was going to get Semani. 
and he told them about the comforter the holy spirit and told them of his mission to die and how he was going to depart from them and the holy spirit to be sent to them he told them of the work of the spirit he told them how he wanted them to live in unity one with another and he told them after in conclusion he told them i'm saying these things to you so that you can have peace the comforter is the spirit of truth and when we allow the truth come into our hearts we shall have peace in the knowledge that we are in harmony with god Peace only comes through belief in the truth. If you are believing lies, you cannot have peace. If you are not believing the truth, you cannot have peace. And it's so wonderful how you find out that we can be one with another through belief in the truth. I've had many experiences of meeting people who the Lord is sanctifying through the truth. And I, where they are, and the day we meet, we are like brothers. My brother here, Jude, is like is one of them. We have never met each other before, but because the Lord has been giving him the truth wherever where he was in Sierra Leone, and myself also receiving the same truth here in Nigeria, on the day we met, it was like we were brothers and we could walk together so easily, seamlessly transit as if we were husband and wife. Very easy. Why? Because the Lord has been sanctifying us through the truth and the truth has united us unity in the truth we are not supposed to seek peace outside the truth you cannot even get it if you seek it outside the truth there will be even in families today there will be disunity the reason why we see so much disunity in families is that people in the family husband wife are, are believing separate truths in different facets they may be attending the same church or not but you find out that the principles that they are drawing their life practices from are not from the same source. And when you have different sources for the principles of the truth that you are practicing in your life, you will have confusion. One person is following his mind and saying, I believe it's this way. And the other is following the Bible or even his own mind too and saying, I believe it's this way we should do it. And you find out that they clash truth is what brings unity it is not just a unity that comes by wearing uniform the same cloth no uniformity is not is not unity it is the common sanctification of the truth that brings about unity and it is not the kind of unity or peace that the world gives but a different kind that comes through that knowledge that christ is in us and Christ has given us exceeding great and precious promises that by him, that these promises we can be partakers of the divine nature. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3. In, in the last paragraph here, it says all that Jesus has promised he will fulfill. And it is greatly dishonoring to him for us to doubt him. All his words are spirit and life accepted so that's what we're supposed to do with the truth now accepted and obeyed they will give peace and happiness and assurance forever amen so for us to have peace we must accept the promises and the principles of god obey them also and then we will have peace with god the kind of peace that the world cannot take away this peace we need not seek in the world, for the world has it not to bestow. It is in Christ. He will give it in spite of the world. 
notwithstanding its threats and decrees, its alluring, deceiving promises. Because the world has a lot of things to deceive us, thinking that, oh, I'll have peace when I have this certificate. I'll have peace when I achieve this. I'll have peace when I achieve that. And there's this peace that comes from the world, a very false one, that comes from being in conformity to the world. Romans 12 verse 1 tells us, Ah, be not conformed to this world. I think that should be verse 2 now. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Verse 2 of Romans 12. So, when people find themselves in harmony with the world, you are dressing like them. Your, your, your hairstyle is like theirs. You love what they love. Then you feel like you are in vogue. You feel like you are happy. You are part of the clique. And your mind, you are having peace. But guess what? With every sin you commit, your conscience will strike you and you will be troubled all your day, all the days of your life, always worried. Why? Because there is sin in your life. See, there is no peace in moving with the crowd, my people. If you feel that you must move along with the world and do how they do and you don't want to be separate, what does the Bible teach us? 2 Corinthians 6 or even chapter 7 verse 1. We are told, be ye separate be ye separate and touch not the unclean thing and i will be a father unto you and you shall be my sons and daughters that is second corinthians 6 verse 17 god says wherefore come out come out come out from among them and be ye separate that's what he says come out from among them who is them the world of course come out from among them some of us feel uh, we are, some of us lose our peace because we see a disharmony we see such difference between us and the world our friends dress differently from us we worship on a different day we have different principles and practices we eat differently and then you feel ashamed oh my brothers and sisters why should you be ashamed of the truth do you want to go into the world you will not have peace if you do that some of us seek for peace by being a little bit like the world and then a little bit like Christ you will still not have peace you must in entirety have a total transformation complete sanctification of body soul and spirit all your practices conforming with the word of God and do not seek to be like the world so that you can have peace with them be ye separate is the word of God and in uniting with Christ by in his truth, then you shall have peace indeed, a peace that passeth all understanding. I am encouraging all of us. Find that peace that comes from belief and practice of the truth, accepting and obeying the word of God and his promises. Find that peace. Reject that peace that comes from conformity to the world because it is not peace. You will not be at peace because peace comes from being united and in harmony and reconciliation with God. When you go against the word of God just so you can be in harmony with the world, dress like them, act like them, talk like them, behave like them, love what they love, so that you can discuss the same things with them. We read that yesterday in 1 John 4 verse 4. The world, you are not of the world, they are of the world. Therefore speak they of the world and the world heareth them. So you, you, you want to be in vogue and you can speak about the new movies, you can speak about the new music, you can speak about politics, you can speak, I mean, in partisan way. You can speak about so many things. Why? So that the world will hear you. You want to know. You want to have all the information so that 
entertainment information you you want to have all the details so that you know now like i'm of the world i'm not out of sync with the world i'm in harmony with the world i am not in one casement blocking myself from knowing what the world knows ah no 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 don't seek that kind of peace that's not peace you will still have a lot of trouble in your heart i encourage you seek for the peace that comes from god and from obedience to the truth don't give up press on in the truth that you have learned and do not let the devil deceive you into dropping it for any other thing follow on to know the lord continue to practice the truth that you have known and enjoy and revel in the, tr- in the peace that comes from it may god give us grace to do that in jesus name amen what he holds as ours this peace we need not seek in the world for the world has it not to bestow it is in christ he will give it in spite of the world notwithstanding its threats and decrees its alluring deceiving promises in other words the world in the world we have promises of peace the lomoe peace accord the un peace missions all these peace fighting people trying to bring peace and stability in the world but yet we are plunged into deeper troubles it is because all human peace does not reach the heart the foundation and source of peace we've read is Christ the Christ declares that he has given us peace it belongs to us how is it that even though Christ has given us peace but it seems like there's too much trouble in the world today because maybe we have not received it so let him take hold of my strength that he may make peace with me and he shall make peace with me there was a time when we had no strength and the bible say whilst we had no strength Christ died for us revelation now revelation 12:10 says and i heard a loud voice saying in heaven Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser of the brethren is cast down and which accused them before our God day and night so now is come strength how do we get it look on to Jesus at all times and in all places offering a silent prayer from a sincere heart that you may know how to do his will then when the enemy comes in like a flood you remember that the enemy is trying to steal our peace say he cometh not but to steal to kill and to destroy when he comes in like a flood the spirit of the lord will lift up a standard for you against the enemy as you engage in this work you have companion unseen by human eyes angels of heaven were beside the samaritan who cared for the wounded stranger angels from the heavenly court stands by all who do god's service in ministering to their fellow men and you have the cooperation of christ himself he is the restorer and as you walk under his supervision you will see great results psalms 103 verse 20 said bless the lord ye his angels that excel in strength angels that excel in strength are cooperating with Christ and us in this work 
God knows that in this world we have peace drainers. The world saps our peace. So that's why he calls us to renew it. He said, He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, and they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, they shall walk and not faint. Abundant provision has been made that finite fallen men may so connect with God through the same source by which Christ overcame in his human nature. He may stand firmly against every temptation as Christ. So we are called to draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to us because in Christ we will find peace. He said, Oh, that thou wouldest hearken unto my commandments, unto my words, then thy peace would have been as a river, and thy righteousness as the waves of the sea. So we, we are called again to go back to the foundation, because if you try, as we've heard from our brother, if you try to get peace any other way, if there is any other source you hope or you think you will get peace from, Brother, that foundation is faulty. And if the foundation is faulty, what can the righteous do? We must go back to the, the source, the true source of perfect peace, which is in Christ. May God help us as we do this. Amen. Let us pray. Our Father, we thank you for your word that has been made flesh today. We thank you for such clear-cut instructions on how to stay peaceful in this troubled world. You say in this world we'll have tribulation, but let our hearts not be troubled, for peace is with thee, and you hold it in your hand for us. All we need to do is come to thee and find peace and rest and joy and comfort whatsoever we need that the world claims to offer you have it in store waiting for us let us come boldly O lord teach us to come boldly hold in faith and a good conscience which some haven't thrown away have made shipwreck help us O lord to look unto thee the author and finisher of our faith this is our prayer to christ our lord amen